What's going on, listeners? You have reached the Popcorn and Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Robert Eng. I'm going to be your host for this episode and also the other host all the way from Florida. It's Michael Sheehan. What's up, everybody? Mike in the house. What's going on, Mikey? You ready for the fall? I'm ready to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually getting pretty chilly up here in Jersey Town. You know, it's the second day of September. How is it weather-wise down in Florida? Um, it's still hot as a ball. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys even get like fall? Do, 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 does the seasons change over there? No, we don't really get fall. I mean, there might be like one day that's fall-ish, but that's about it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, for this episode, we're going to be talking about the fall TV preview coming up. We're going to pinpoint some new shows coming out that we might be excited for. And also just uh, some coming back, you know, some some shows coming back for their second, third, fourth or whatever season that we are really, really looking forward to. So, Mike, let's get it. Let's get it on the road. What show are you looking forward to come this fall? Um, I'd say the show that I'm most looking forward to is probably... Uh this is, uh, I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm going to go with um, Stranger Things Season 2. I, I apologize, guys. I am sleepy, you know, with this newborn keeping me up. Uh, <laughs> you know, I definitely definitely need some coffee. Um, Stranger Things Season 2, so Stranger Things Season 1 was really cool. Um, you know, kind of was a surprise, a little bit of a surprise hit on Netflix. But um, I really liked the kids on the show. I liked the storyline. It was a little bit dark, um, which I thought was really cool. And supposedly season two is supposed to be darker, so I'm really looking forward to it. It's coming out pretty soon here. I think in October, I, I want to say Halloween um, is when it's coming out. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, uh, Stranger Things, I finished up watching that a couple, maybe like a month or so ago. So I was a little bit behind the game, but... First season, like you said, was a smash hit, surprise hit from Netflix. Um, loved the story. It was actually really, really good. And I'm really excited for season two. Yeah, it comes out around Halloween, October 27th. And as long as our uh, favorite characters return with some darker and, you know, more mysterious type of creatures or demons, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I'm excited for it. Hopefully it's good. You know? Yeah. Check it out, right, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Absolutely. I, so, what what, uh, what show are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Broad City. I want I want my Ilana and Abby to come back ASAP, as soon as possible. I always thought this was like a spring summer show, so I'm like confused that why well, I have to wait for the fall in 2017 to watch season four. But these two chicks are just absolutely hilarious. The show is on Comedy Central. It comes back September 13th, and I just want to just I just. I just love them. I love this world that they live in. I want to live in this world. They are so ridiculous and so hilarious. And I feel like there aren't too many comedies out there that I enjoy as much as this one. So I am very, very eager and excited for the show to come back. Mike, have you ever seen Broad City? What do you think about it? I have never seen it. I don't even know the slightest thing about it. I've never even seen a preview for it. <laughs> well, I, I recommend it to you, man. I think you're going to like it. I, if you just want to watch season one one day, you know, when, when you can't sleep because of the baby or something like that, just, uh, you know, I think you'll enjoy it. Broad City is top-notch uh, quality comedy. All right. I'll have to check it out. All right. What else are you looking forward to come to fall, Mike? Um, another show that uh, really surprised me last year was The Good Place. I know that we talked, uh, we had an, a podcast about it. Um, obviously, we both really, really enjoyed that show. 
And so season two is coming out, and I'm really kind of curious, you know, what kind of storyline they're going to take with this season, uh, how it's going to kind of pan out. You know, season one was just so good, and the crazy twist at the end of the season. Um, I, yeah, I'm really interested, and it's a very funny show, so I can't wait to, to kind of experience what season two has got to bring us. Yeah, no spoilers here, but, like, you know, we did a whole episode on The Good Place. That's how much Mike and I loved the show. It was definitely a surprise hit for me. I did not see that turning the way it did. And, like you said, it's super funny. Uh, Kristen Bell and Ted Danson were hilarious in it. And it's on Netflix now. It was just on Netflix maybe, like, a week or two ago. So I'm, like, I'm telling all my friends, hey, man, I know you haven't seen The Good Place. You have to watch it. Like, just please just watch it. And the, the way I try to sell... It's hard for me to sell my friends on this because they're like, okay, why should I watch this? Like, why is it good? And the the less you tell them, the more they're going to enjoy it. Because if you kind of ruin it, if you kind of tell them, oh my god, there's this crazy thing that happens, like, it, it it's going to be a little bit underwhelming for them. And I went into The Good Place literally knowing almost nothing. I, I didn't even know what The Good Place was. I'm like, it might be heaven, but it might not be. And... I feel like that's the best way to watch it. Just knowing nothing about the show, just please, please take our recommendations and watch it. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal first season. And, but like you said, Mike, I am so intrigued where a second season's going to go. I'm not even sure if it's possible for a second season to be successful because of the way the first season played out and the way that they are, you know, setting up the second season. I, it, it, I have such low expectations, but I have... I'm so excited to watch the show. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I feel right now. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it does make sense, and I agree with you. And it's kind of funny because, like, watching the first couple episodes of The Good Place, I'm like, why did Kristen Bell and Ted Danson both agree to do this show? Like, I mean, <laughs> it was funny, but it was kind of like, I I didn't really get it. But, like, you know, as it progresses, you're like, oh, uh, you know, it kept getting better and better in the net finale. Just like, wow. You know, they probably read the whole, I, I'm sure they were, like, clued in what was going on and they were like yes we need to do this show um so yeah season two should be interesting i agree with you i don't i don't know if it's gonna be any good season two <laughs> it might be a complete bust you know because there's not a lot of places to go with it i i don't think but we'll have to wait and see yeah my my faith is in uh sure and uh the creator that did you know brooklyn Nine Nine and parks and rec so I'm very excited for that. Another show that I'm interested in is the third season of Mr. Robot, a show that's on the USA Network. It comes back October 11th. Mr. Robot is just such a unique show, and it still thrives on its uniqueness, I would say. You know, Rami Malek gives a great performance, and we I mean, I love Christian Slater and everything. It's just that... The season two was a little bit disappointing, but it wasn't as bad as I, as other people were saying it. You know, you know, people were like panning it, and they were panning it because just season one might have been almost perfect. Like the first season of Mr. Robot was outstanding. Everything about it was was so mysterious, and there were twists and turns almost every other episode. You can't possibly keep up that pace if you're going to have a show that's going to be for like five, six seasons long. So they definitely slowed it down for season two. There was definitely a different feel to it. They weren't overthrowing, you know, the government and so forth. They were 
were really just trying to stay afloat from this chaos that they created. And But that being said, it's still going to be, you know, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be very good. It's, uh, you know, his inner conflict with his character. I'm excited for season three. It's a, it's another, you know, dark show, kind of like we were talking about with Stranger Things. It's going to get darker. I kind of expect Mr. Robot to get darker. And they do a lot of experimental things with television. You know, there was like this one episode where they kind of like, it's like a full house episode and he can't. He's like almost trapped into this TV show. I don't know. It's it's awesome. I recommend it. Mike, do you watch the show? Do you see this? I do. I, I really enjoyed the show. Um, you know, season two was a little little weird. I thought um, it definitely was good. I liked it a lot. But you know, they they tried to do I think a little too much. You know, to kind of tie in. I don't know if so. I want to say they were trying to top season one. But they're trying to make it as good as season one. And I think you know. It kind of showed in some of the some of the storylines that they were like trying a little too hard, I thought. But overall, it was really good, great acting, very cool storyline. So season three should be interesting, you know. Um, no, no spoilers, but I do. I am interested to see how the main character, played by Rami Malek, Mister, you know, um, on Mister Robot, how and where he goes, kind of, <laughs> you know, what what is he doing now? So I don't know. Should be interesting. Yes. All right, Mike, what's your final pick, that uh, show that you're looking forward to? Um, the juggernaut of uh, cable TV. Not cable TV. of uh, <laughs> Network, yeah. Network TV, thank you. This Is Us. Um, you know, that was a show that... I don't, I don't even know why we started watching it, but we watched it from episode one, and it was just really, really good. You know, surprisingly good. Um, a show that makes you cry every single freaking episode, which is... Uh, Starting to get annoying, but you kind of now it's just in the nature of the show. Um, really good show about family and how they interact in, in the world. Um, you know, tackles a lot of serious issues. Um, it just was a really, really good show. So season two, I'm sure, is going to be just as good. And I, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, this is us. Just became like almost like a must-watch TV in uh, in my house with uh, Kamen and I. We're like, okay, we're going to eat dinner? We're going to watch This Is Us. Like, it has to be that. And it, it is really, really interesting. I don't think we had, we've had we had a show like this in a long time, or at least, a, obvious, definitely not a successful show like this. This is like a pure family drama. It is obviously manipulative, where it tries to make you cry every single episode, like you said. But putting that aside, it is just a really, really you know, in-depth look at how this family functions, how, how, like, how many serious things happen to this family. They talk about death, they talk about family, they talk about, you know, there's, there's, there's racial elements because of the, there's adoption, like, there's a lot of things, and I love the two, you know, storylines, the two plot lines, you know, the, the past and present type of thing, they're, they're intertwined with each other, and we can see, you know, the parents with the kids and how they had to adapt and live in, like, the 80s or so. And then we see, like, the present day, the kids are all grown up and they're dealing with their issues. You know, they're de- dealing with weight issues and they're dealing with work issues and just, you know, relationships. And it's just full. It's very, very full. And I think it's very... They've done a really good job at writing because the characters are very, very, like, in sync with what's happening with the show and how they act and react with each other. 
and I think, you know, obviously, not everyone, this isn't a show for everyone. Everyone, you know, a show that makes you cry every single episode isn't going to be, you know, everyone's favorite show. But it has a very passionate fan base now. And I just, I, I'm, I'm impressed by it. I, I, I was one that kind of was, I was poo-pooing it from the beginning. I'm like, oh, this is just going to be another lame, really soap opery lifetime type of show where, you know, this family and there's heartbreak and whatever. But it really is a lot more than that. That being said, I thought the finale was a little flat, and I feel like they just know that they've been picked up for, like, a season or two or three, so they're going to have to try to... There's this one big mystery that is surrounding This Is Us, and I feel like they might stretch that really, really long, which will frustrate me, but at the same time, you know, you know, they, they, they have the liberties of doing that because they've been... They've had their show extended for a couple years. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I agree with you. Definitely... That, that mystery, which we're not going to go into detail, is, it was kind of frustrating that it didn't get resolved in season one. So they better resolve it pretty fast in season two. <laughs> <laughs> they better. All right, my pick finally is um, a show, show called uh, Big Bang Theory. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but it's in season 11 now on CBS. I'm excited for the next season. I, I mean, I've been a fan of this show from the beginning. And sure, it's it, they've definitely had their ups and downs, like any show that has over 10 seasons. But I still consider it a, it's, it's, a, it's an enjoyable show. It's not going to be a show that makes me you know laugh out loud every second anymore. But I, I've, I've grown to really enjoy the characters. And the fact that it's on, this is the 11th season, I think it's just absolutely incredible. It's impressive. And I, I think they're on for maybe another two, three more seasons. I forgot what the contract was when it was announced. So that's impressive. And I think it's also interesting that they're having a new show, kind of a spinoff, called Young Sheldon, uh, debuting this I think it's debuting the same exact night as Big Bang Theory, and it's like when Sheldon was younger, and he's a genius, and his kind of like family um, life with like you know his uh, religious mom and everything, and his dad just just wanted him to play football. So that's going to be kind of interesting. I don't expect Young Sheldon to be good at all. So hopefully, I am pleasantly surprised, and I'm wrong that it's going. I think it's going to be bad, but it can. If it's good, I'll be really happy. But you know, Big Bang Theory has just kind of been. Kind of like a just a show that I love to have on in the background at all times. It's it's still replayed on TBS and TNT constantly. And if there's nothing that I really want to pay attention to on the TV, Big Bang Theory will always be in my backdrop in my living room while I'm um, I'm doing some work or something like that. Mike, you I'm sure you've watched some of this show, Mike. What do you think? Well, so I, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I absolutely. Hate this show. I think it is terrible. I don't understand why anybody, including yourself, thinks this show is funny. I just don't get it. I, I've never gotten it. Um, I've watched it all the time. Like, what, my wife's parents were here, and they loved the show, so we had it on a bunch, and I was, like, trying to get into it. I just, for me, none of the jokes land. They're all super predictable, um, and I just, I just do not find the show funny. But, you know, I know comedy is subjective. Everybody... You find something funny that I don't find funny and vice versa. So I understand it, and I, I'm not poo-pooing it regularly out with, amongst everyone and just telling them that I think it sucks. But, you know, because we're podcasting on it, because you're looking so forward to it, I want to tell you that I don't like it. <laughs> Fair enough. The show's not for everyone. I, I don't know. I just, I always, I always like the comedy. I like the, uh, 
the geekiness and the nerdy of, of them and just sure it's predictable but sometimes you just need a mindless comedy I don't need like you know I don't need the next Atlanta or like I don't need the master of non-comedy or even the good place I don't need smart comedy sometimes sometimes I just like dumb comedies it's why we enjoyed like Full House back in the day like th these are like the dumbest shows of all time and like but you laugh at the dumbest jokes sometimes too so I don't know I like that and I liked uh, Two and a Half Men when it was on the air and same creators so you know it's just uh, I dig it it's, it's something to have on in the background and fair enough and you're welcome to it I will uh, I will stick to my smart comedies <laughs> before we call it quits um, there's a couple new shows that we might uh, pinpoint on right now The Deuce is going to come on HBO there's a new American horror story cult that comes out in early September we also have uh, Will and Grace coming back for season 9 after a long hiatus a new Marvel show called Inhumans Curb Your Enthusiasm is coming back after another long hiatus on HBO. Mike, are you interested in any of these new shows? Uh, not, the Deuce is probably the one I'm the most interested in, and even that's just kind of marginal. I, I, I want to see it because, A, it's HBO, and I love almost everything that HBO does. Um, and, B, you know, um, with, uh, who was the star of that show? The Deuce? Yeah. I know I know Maggie's in it. Maggie General. I forget. I forgot who the, the main guy is. Sorry. Well, oh, my God. I'm blanking on his name, but Maggie Gyllenhaal is an awesome actress, and, um, oh my god, what's his, the, the two brothers, uh, oh my god, Dave and James Franco, Franco. James right, Franco. right, okay, James, James Franco. <laughs> um, so I, I do, I do enjoy him, so I will, I will most likely end up watching that show, but overall, I'm just like, oh, it's, you know, I don't know, it, it just, there's nothing that's coming out that I see that, like, I have to watch it. So I'm kind of a little disappointed with some of the offerings this this. Uh, TV season so far, this upcoming TV year. Yeah, now I'm with you. It's it's mainly the HBO draw that is making me intrigued about the deuce. I'm not going to watch it from the beginning until I hear from you, Mike, that it's amazing. Then I'll start tuning in. But yeah, I'm not going to watch it from the beginning. I've, I've seen the commercials, I've seen the trailers, I've I've you know I've read things about it, but it doesn't. It's not pulling me in. So kind of, I'm in the same boat as you. Where as for like brand new shows this fall season. Nothing really is, you know, standing out. But we are very excited for the shows that we did declare that we're looking for for them to come back. Um, is that it, Mike? That's it. All right. Thank you for listening. We are the Popcorn and Pop Culture Podcast. Tune in next time, folks. Peace. Peace.